I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Monday, and I'm here with Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table. Sunny, how are you? I'm fine, Brian. I'm I'm doing well too. I have a little bit of a semi bone to pick with you. It's not a big deal, but yes, the phone rang today yes, during did. the show, and th- and this has been a long history. Not just you, but I would yeah, say not me. All the ladies, mostly yes. Joy. <laughs> well, her sing songs. I have an explanation. For okay, it. I'm not saying it's the best ex- explanation. Sure. The only reason I have my phone at all with me for this one hour of yes. television is because um, of the children. Yeah, which and makes sense because I've, I've suggested banishing all phones from the table. It's the only reason, and I have it set so that the only time it rings is if it's Paloma or Gabriel. They have been instructed that they cannot call me between 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. If they text me, I hear a little ding. Mm-hmm. And then at least I can look at the text. And that's pretty imperceptible. I don't think you've heard the ding. I don't think so either. Because they've dinged me during the show. Right. And it's usually, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Paloma has something called Brown's disease that I don't think I've ever shared publicly, but I will share it. She was born with it. And it's an eye eye condition where your eyes, uh, there are muscles in your eyes that uh, one is shorter than the other. Oh. And so when you're reading, uh, you can't track and that's pretty difficult because one eye moves one way and the other eye moves another way. And it, it causes her to need about two to three times the amount to read the same thing that it would take an average child. Just the amount of time. Yes, mm-hmm. because she has a tracking tool that she uses and all of these oh, things. Oh, I had no idea. So, yeah. And so it's been a struggle because she's a brilliant kid. She's an artist. She's an athlete. And so I've worked for about six months to get her an accommodation so that she could get longer time on her ACTs, even though they're not required for reading. Yeah, She just needs the extra time. And they give accommodations all the time. Sure. They, they don't do them audio. Audio would, she would fly, you know, fly through right. that. And she just got her ACT score back. Oh, and, and she, she just scored like in the top 10% of the hey, country. how about that? So, Oh, that's great. She forgot. She immediately then texted mm-hmm. uh, because I turned the phone off. I don't know if you noticed that. I turned the phone off and then I, I turned it on at the break and, and she screenshotted. Did what, you know it was coming in? Yeah. Did you know we it knew. was coming today? We've been oh, waiting. Well, we didn't know it was today, but we've been waiting mm-hmm. and waiting and waiting. And, and um, she finally got her accommodations. Children that have certain disabilities, you know, it's not anything to be ashamed of. And uh, we're not ashamed of it. And we've been advocates for, for her. And she blew it out of the water. All right, and well, that is why my phone rang. I think we can make an accommodation for that as well. I'm sure the governor will understand because uh, it happened during Arnold Schwarzenegger's yes, interview did. today. And she's, and by the way, she's mortified. <laughs> she is. I was like, I'm here with the Terminator. She goes, No. I was like, Yes. Well, speaking of the Terminator, speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, for for my, I was very excited to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger I today. Too. I'd never met him before. I'm a big fan of his movies. I'm a child of the 80s. Yes. And um, he came over to me and he looked me up and down and go, why are you so dressed up? (laughs) And I said, oh, well, you know, I'm the executive producer. And he said, 
that doesn't mean anything. Why are you so dressed up? I said, well, you know, I, I like to dress nicely. I want to get you respect. You always have a suit and, on. It's nice. Yeah. And he said, you need facial hair if you want <laughs> respect. Can, so, you, can you grow facial hair? You know, you're not the first person today to ask me that, and I'm offended every time. It, it, yes, I can grow facial hair. Well, Good. not everyone, not every dude can. I can. But and, does does yeah. it have, like... Spaces? I have no. It's a full thing. I haven't done it recently or ever, really. But I can guess. I could grow facial hair. I feel like there could be like a few spaces. My daughters and and wife are not a fan when I let it go a little bit. But perhaps I will grow facial hair just to prove a point. See it, but not just a mustache or a goatee. I want a full full beard, like a Nick Offerman kind of like. Yes, but but Mm -hmm. cut close. Okay. I think it would be very sexy and attractive. All right, we'll see what I can do. Um, my wife does not share your opinion of how it would look, but now that no one thinks I can grow facial hair, I feel like I have something to prove. Um, well, Arnold was here discussing his new memoir. He talked about yes. the phrase, be useful, and how he yeah. uses that to get out of bed every morning. Do you yeah. have anything similar to that? Do you have a mantra? Do you have a... Uh, I, I don't... I wouldn't say I have a mantra. That's a great question. Um, as you know, I, I kind of am one of... We're a pretty pretty active family, and uh, we're an early morning family because we have dogs and chickens and basically a farm. Um, But I always want to make sure that um, I've been truly authentic every single day, Mm -hmm. and um, I try to cause no harm. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. It yeah. goes along with Manny's uh, Hippocratic Oath, I yeah, imagine. I try to, yeah, I try to cause no harm. And I, I think it's pretty easy to, to, to cause damage without even knowing it. Something you may say to your child, something you, the way you may treat your, your dog. I know sometimes I, you know, I have two Newfies, they're 150 pounds. If I go <laughs> through the side door, I'm going to have slobber all over me. And if, I, if I, I've got something nice on, I, I, I kind of sneak in the house. And uh, recently my, my Newfie Harlow realized it. She jumps over the gate. The gate doesn't mean anything. And she ran upstairs and um, I was like, no, 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 no. And I kind of yelled at her, and she put her head down and kind of walked out of my room. And I thought, I did not have to do that. Right. Well, so Arnold talked about his pets and his love for yeah. them. You're obviously a big animal lover. I am. Go through who's in your house right now. Okay, I have Harlow. She's about 135 pounds. I have Phineas. He's about 150 pounds. I have. I had 12 chickens. I only have 11 now. Mm-hmm. I have Luna the cat, uh, who... Uh, I'm her person. Um, I have two beehives that are that are thriving, mm-hmm. um, and I have an orchard that I built during the tree by tree. We're going to flora, uh, flora now. Also. <laughs> yeah. Through the mm-hmm. well, it takes a lot of work to build with to build right. and and keep an orchard. I have uh, wine grapes now, so I started a little bit of a, a little vineyard, and I have three separate gardens: an herb garden, a flower garden. And a vegetable garden. All right, and you find you've said before the animals have like a healing effect on you and the and everyone, for, right? I mean, for me, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yeah. I need it, and I I check everything every single morning before I come into the show because it's very grounding. That's I, good. We had a guest recently that said something about how grounding it is. It was Hillary uh, Burton Morgan, I think. Yes, right? yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. She she's got the hundred acre farm. Yes. Would you said you'd like to live on a farm like that? I I would. Really? I, I don't know if I could get buy in from the rest of the family. <laughs> I couldn't get a buy in on the Nigerian dwarf goats. I didn't get a buy in on the um, floppy 
eared rabbit that I tried to rescue recently, mm-hmm. and I didn't get the buy-in on the six ducks that I ordered. I, I don't know so. how you did this. I have one dog. <laughs> I have a, a, a mini golden doodle that was a Christmas <laughs> present uh, during the pandemic, and my she is the star of our family. I am, oh. I rank below my daughters and the dog in my wife's estimation. Of course. Um, also, she's a girl. I'm surrounded by women. You're all surrounded day long. by women. It's, I don't know how you do it. I, I'm honored it to be. It must be mm-hmm. kind of a little bit unpleasant. Sometimes. No, no. How could it be, Sonny? <laughs> how could it be? Um, no, it's. Uh, but I, I'm the only one who is uh, interested in training the dog. The dog's going to be three this week, so it's not like a new thing. But I'm the only oh, one. It's not that huge, though. Right? Well, she's like 45, 50 pounds. I can't compare to yours. Yeah, mine have to be trained. Yeah. Well, I, I did. They're not great. Because Harlow jumped over a gate to get to me. We, oh, I mean, that's not good. We, we work on training ours. She's fine if there aren't isn't company there, but yes. th- she barrels forward and will like drop kick anybody that walks into the house. Yes, she'll listen to me as opposed to everybody else. But my daughters say that's because she's afraid of you because you're mean to her, which is not no. true. I, I'm just firm. Do you have a, a a mat so you can say place? I do, and she goes to place. Yes, and looks yes. very dejected when she goes to place. Yes, they don't like place, but they'll yes. stay there. She will do that for me. She will not do that for anybody else. Really? I'm the only one she'll go to place for. Oh, ours, you know, they're too big mm-hmm. for us not to be able to, yeah. for everyone in the house to be able to say place. And the person that she listens the most to, Harlow, with place is Paloma. Oh, see, that's interesting. Yes. Who has the authority in these? In these... There's something about Paloma that when mm-hmm. Paloma says Harlow place, it's over. Before uh, <laughs> my, my first big job in TV, I was in charge of booking the stupid pet tricks on David Letterman. <laughs> so I spent a long time traveling the country. This is pre-YouTube. There was yes. no like place to go online and find fun pets. Yes. I would hold auditions with animals. <laughs> And I'd have a camcorder and I'd be in a deserted – I'd be in like a used car lot in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> and I'd have 100 people lining up to show me dog tricks over and over yes. again. So I, I'm very deep into <laughs> dog training, what it takes, what happens. It's I'm, hard. It's really hard. It's a commitment. It's hard. Yeah, and I can't – I still can't train her to do anything. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage 
all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, all right, going back for a second, Arnold on his show talking about his book. He gets very personal. He does. You also wrote a memoir, um, I Am These Truths, Yeah, available mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, did you or any of your family have issues with what you said in that book? Because yes. it was very uh, yes. it was revealing. It was. Uh, I had a lot of problems. Uh, and, you know, Justice Sotomayor somehow <laughs> freaking convinced me to write that memoir it was great, by I, the way. I thought it was really I good. I would never do it again. Oh, interesting. I would never do it again. I'd only write fiction. Right. My mother then took, I can relax. <laughs> <laughs> my mother took the galley off of our front hall table without telling me and read it and was devastated. Oh, she wow. felt that um, I made my father look out to look, look to be a prince. She felt that I shared too much about our poverty and about um, growing up in the projects and about how hard it was to not have heat and hot water. I think people forget that when they see me now. I think they forget how much you came from. I, yeah. I have earned every single piercing that I have, <laughs> every single diamond piercing. Because nothing was ever given to me because right. I just didn't have anything, you know, like hot water. Right. And um, see, I thought that part of your book was aspirational, well, extraordinarily so. Pe- a yeah. lot of people see earned confidence as arrogance, which mm-hmm. is very hurtful to me. And um, my mother hated it. Do you sit so down and tough. try to figure out what to include, what not to include? Did you hold anything back? You you have to include everything if you're if you're really going to be honest. Right. I mean, I talked about having five miscarriages. I talked about Gabriel... Mm-hmm. Being on bed rest and putting six embryos in, and what were we going to do as Catholics if I got 
if I had six babies, yeah. you know, what we, I, I put it all out there. I just felt that if you're going to write a memoir, that's what you do. That's why I loved Arnold's. That's why I loved Carrie Washington's especially. It was on next week, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I read her book, and and you've you got to not hold anything back. I spoke about one of my closest friend's father being shot at, in the South Bronx can, mm-hmm. at a candy store in front of all of us. I'm meeting with her next week for our, our shared birthdays. Um, no, I I put it all in there, and that's why my mother still hates it. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> speaking of birthdays, shared birthdays, and otherwise, we had Joy's birthday on Friday. Yours yes. is coming up. So, do you enjoy Joy's birthday show? I, I well, I love, I adore Joy. Mm-hmm. I know you and Joy have a special relationship. Yeah, you could say that. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I adore her, and I just thought it was really cool that part of her birthday. I wish I would have thought of it first. Was to give away. To raise money for her favorite charity. I mean, yeah. I'm on the board of the Bronx Children's Museum, and I wish I would have uh, thought of something like that. It was really cool, and yeah. you all gave really interesting things. And, we did. Um, they're doing very well, actually, Are from they? I saw online. Yes. Oh, so, uh, I, I have to check. Last I checked, your necklace was the uh, clubhouse leader well, in the bidding. So it's a it is yeah. a vintage Chanel necklace. Yes. yes. So <laughs> that um, I earned. <laughs> yes. And as as uh, for those who don't know, I uh, accidentally won something. Um, so I've uh, I've paid my donation. However, I'm put it back up on the on Did the website put, oh, for everybody else. Okay. So yeah. Other, why should, oh. Yeah, other yeah. people can 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 bid on it. it too. Yes, so uh, that's good. You're a good person. I'm Brian. doing what I can. I'm doing what I can. I mean, as much as it hurts me to part with the signed photo of the six of you that I treasure so much, um, yes, yeah, someone else should have that uh, ability I to love get that. that. Of course. Um, all right, you had a trip with your girlfriends out of the city this weekend. Tell us <laughs> about did. that. I have a friend. Her name is Indrani. Um, she's absolutely incredible. And luckily for us, she bought this incredible lake house, like a like, like like a house you would see in a Nancy Myers movie. Oh, wow. And she's invited us. We all have October birthdays and she invites us every year to participate. It is just a wonderful, wonderful gathering, and people are coming from all over. We have one of our friends who comes from Texas. Uh, We have another friend who comes from Maryland, Uh, another friend that comes from Washington. Uh, So so we have a a small, pretty deep group. Mm -hmm. Um, I found out a lot of things that I hadn't. Uh, that people hadn't shared. We played a game called True Confessions. I won't repeat things. Um, uh, I found out a lot of my friends don't like their jobs. A a lot of them are lawyers. One is a doctor. We found out a lot of information about female libido and things that can be used and things of that nature that really may help me if I get the hosting job on Naked Attraction because now I know all about these things. And I watched an episode of Naked Attraction with them. Oh, well, there you go. Did you introduce them to it? I introduced them to it. They loved it. And the other thing that we did is does we asked who had special talents that none of us knew about. Uh-huh. And I can do a full split. And they said it wasn't true. And I said, yes, it is true. I danced ballet for many years. Sure. I stretch every morning. And I can do it. And they tried to say that I was old. And I did it, and I got a standing applause. Well, like I have standing to, ovation. You know, you're telling a TV producer that you could do a full <laughs> split, so we're going to revisit that possibly on your birthday. I so let's be prepared. Can.
then do a full split. All right. Well, dress accordingly because I think this is going to come up on if the show. If I stretch, I can even bounce split, but I have to stretch for a while for that. Wow. All right. Well, I did not know that. Yes, it's a so, special talent. That there I we have. go. All right. Um, <laughs> tune in tomorrow on the show. Alyssa will join me. Yes. And uh, we'll have some uh, more exciting things. It's Monday, and we've got a lot to, to get through and important topics and fun topics and all the things that we do. Yes, yes. All right. Our show. Thank you very much, Sunny. You're welcome. People who disappear without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen.